TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's 9.30 in 716. It is the giving season. Those donations of practical needs mean something different than what we really understand. Yes, they're providing the basic necessities, but it brings a gift to the heart and a sense of value and caring from our community to our our folks that are at the mission. But it's a year-round set of needs at the Buffalo City Mission. I'm Tim Wenger on 930 and 716. Places like the Buffalo City Mission get lots of attention this time of year, but it's important to point out that the mission and many service agencies are in year-round need of help, support, and volunteerism. Something to keep in mind as the mission provides warm clothing and serves up needed warm meals with their annual Hambone Express. It is a fun name because we serve a ham dinner to all of our folks in the community who call and make that meal reservation. Sue Servey, manager of volunteers at the Buffalo City Mission. Our elderly, our shut-ins, our handicapped, and families and individuals just struggling that we can serve that ham dinner to them by delivery teams. Um, and Christmas morning, it is an event of joy. It is an event of service, but it's an event of caring and provision for our community in need. And it really is such a, it's it's obviously a physical thing. I mean, you're, you're providing nourishment, you know, for a lot of people in need, um, yes. but it's a psychological thing too, right? This time of year, we all need um, that support and it's an important day. And I think uh, there's probably as much psychology going on as there is physical needs being addressed here. It's, I'm so glad that you brought that up because most and many, not all, but most, and I'd say a lot of many, are alone. And I hear so much feedback from, from the individuals who receive our meals. Um, it was so nice to have someone come to my door. Um, I remember when my husband and I did a meal delivery, and we went to the door, and the woman, we knocked on the door, and she was in with a walker. And... Um, we were just like, well, we brought your meals, you know, happy. Um, it was, I think it might, I mean, it was, it was Thanksgiving, and we said, happy Thanksgiving. We did the Turkey Express, which is the very same as Hambone Express, just a Thanksgiving meal. And um, she said, come on in. And I was like, I looked at my husband, I'm like, we, we're perfect strangers to her, and she's perfect strangers to us. But she was all alone, and she had no one else that she was going to be visited by that day. And so when we do a Hambone Express and we take the meals out and folks receive those meals and they're alone, um, I hear that often, you know, 90-year-olds, this, oh, I only receive meals, um, you know, throughout the year. And it's so nice to have that company. And so I, that one time, my husband and I walked in, we sat down with her for 10, 15 minutes. She told us really her life story a little bit, and she had just had surgery. She was alone, lonely. Even when people called to make those meal reservations, sometimes we can end up having a, a, a lengthy conversation 
because the folks are lonely. So not only do they need meals and that support in that physical way, but so many in our community are in need of that connection with that care and concern from another human being. It would be an enormous undertaking, or it is an enormous undertaking, just to do a meal like this in one spot. Here, you're taking this out. That takes a lot of people. It takes a lot of people. So on Christmas morning, we'll have about 120 delivery teams and about 50 volunteers on site. Um, We are full for those volunteers at this time. Um, We begin actually before Thanksgiving taking those reservations for Hambone Express volunteers. But never fear there will be next year and I always recommend put it on your calendar and give a call early and we would be happy to get folks in to volunteer and be a part of us for that special um, Christmas Hambone event. All right I want to talk about the volunteering a little bit more year-round needs um, as as I hinted at the beginning there Um, but on to some of the other uh, immediate needs here during the 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 Christmas season the holiday season Gifts at the mission, um, another Absolutely. another big effort that uh, you're spearheading. You know, when someone is homeless and they're in a homeless shelter, it we do do our best to provide a family close, you know, connected atmosphere. Lots of Christmas decorations, um, Christmas carols, and groups coming in and doing special events. But we also try to provide a Christmas gift morning, so that's. 122 capacity at Cornerstone Manor, women and children, and about 115 men at our Men's Community Center, as well as trying to provide something for some of our community that will come in for meals on Christmas morning. Lots of people that are in need. And I have to say that our community has done such an awesome job of outpouring of gifts, especially for our women and children. And we're in pretty good shape for those specific needs for our for those folks. The other, um, the men is we're still almost, we're quite there, but not quite. And one of the items are um, warm, waterproof gloves. And so we do want to provide some safety from frostbite. Winter is still going to be upon us after Christmas. Um, so not only for those gifts for Christmas, um, but also for... Um, the men that will be finding themselves at the mission after Christmas, January, February, March. So those warm winter gloves are extremely important and helpful. As well as we try to provide um, hoodies for our gentlemen, keep them a little bit extra warm as they're out and about. And would you believe pajama pants? That might sound a little odd, but it's an extra and it, it just is a little special gift that says, you know, we're thinking about you, but it also practical when you think about 115 men in one building. It's important to, you know, to have um, proper gear to wear even for, for the evening. It's buffalo. Pajama pants have crept into the, the daytime hours, I it's think, It's what right? we do, right? <laughs> and it helps us. And it's another um, opportunity for warmth. And that's really right. important because we want to be sure that no one is struggling with the cold of our, of our weather and, and our season. I think you were being kind, too, when you said that uh, there will be winter after Christmas. I can assure you there will be winter after <laughs> yeah. Christmas. January, February, oh, March, yeah, right. and sometimes even beyond. <laughs> uh-huh, as we, we all know. You know, one thing you mentioned there that's very interesting to me, uh, sounds like you're pretty much set for the women, for the children, as far yes. as gifts are concerned, and you're right on the cusp of it uh, for the men. Why is there a, a, some sort of a, a differentiation there and, and maybe a little bit more of a struggle uh, to, to – uh, 
uh, come up with those for the men? You know, I've been at the mission almost 10 years. And in those 10 years, it's always been a little bit easier to provide for the women and children. It seems like a community um, just has a heart, especially for the children. And that's a little bit easier to provide the practical needs. That's one of the, the um, our volunteer department's responsibilities to help to provide practical needs throughout the whole, the whole year. Um, and so for the men, it's always been a little bit more of a struggle. And so to get the word out and say, hey, our folks, um, all of them, men, women, and children, are trying and putting their lives back together. And that support that the community brings in the, with those practical needs means so much to them, as well as not only our women and children, but for the men. And I'm not sure what the thought is or what the, the exactly the atmosphere or understanding is within our community. Um, and yes, women and children seem a little bit more vulnerable. Um, and men seem stronger and tougher just by who we kind of identify them as, um, but they do need that support as well. And those practical needs mean so much to to our men as well as our women and children. Do we have a moment to be able to share a little story? Of course. So one in the very beginning when I first started the mission, we had a group of ladies that came in, and they brought 200 awesome, delicious cupcakes and I was trying to really understand what was happening as the men were taking four and five cupcakes and couldn't even hold them in their hand, dropped them on the floor, picked them up, and they were running out the door. And I'm like, what's happening? Like, I was even a little embarrassed because I was hoping that our men um, would appreciate and say thank you because they always are appreciative. But something was happening at this event. And then one gentleman came forward and he said, ladies, this is more than a cupcake. And I thought, what is it? What could he absolutely mean? It's chocolate, it's frosting, it's sprinkles. And then it made sense. He said, ladies, this cupcake is your gift to me, your gift of value, your gift of connection, your gift that someone else cares about who I am here alone at the Buffalo City Mission. And I thought, Wow. Those other men were feeling a little stirring in their heart, and they just wanted the cupcakes, but they didn't know how to express that sentiment. But this one gentleman did. And I thought, a simple cupcake could say to someone that they're valuable and, and bring a gift of the heart. And so I shared that story then with ambassadors, which are, are um, like liaisons between churches and the mission and the mission back to the churches. And when I shared that story, one gentleman said, can I add to that? And I thought, he wasn't there. Like, what could he have to add? And I also, my own, my own error was he looked well-dressed, he was well-spoken, and he was well-groomed. And I thought, he, what, what does he understand about homelessness? And he proceeded to say, I had been at the Buffalo City Mission a while back. And when I was there, I was given one brand new pair of underwear. He said, that night I laid in my bed and cried because someone cared enough in my moment of crisis and need when I could not provide for myself my basic need of a pair of underwear. He goes, and I thought, wow. So those donations of practical needs mean something different than what we really understand. Yes, they're providing the basic necessities, 
but it brings a gift to the heart and a sense of value and caring from our community to our our folks that are at the mission. Yeah, those are wow moments for sure, um, for <laughs> you, for the mission, and certainly for for the the, the client. Um, yes. You know, for that in the in these two instances you're talking about these gentlemen, um, and that can get them, you know. Uh, you know, that can be a bridge, right, to the next. Absolutely. You know, we're at Christmas now, but that can help them. You know, maybe uh, you know, get out of a rut or help them. You know, uh, you know, pull up the the bootstrap, so to speak, and uh, and, and carry hopefully on. be that guy that says I was in the mission. Because and, it's not an easy process to go from walking into the doors of the mission to automatically saying, "Gee, I'm stable, I'm healthy, I have a career job." There's some work that has to be done in between there, and a lots of encouragement and discouragement that might come. And so we continue to to support and to build up, and our community does that also by those donations and the different ways that they come on board by volunteering as well. All right. Well, your job is a little easier this time of year um, because there's a lot of focus. And, and one of the things that we're going to be doing with you all is talking to you all year round um, because it does get a little harder after the holidays. Uh, we get into the doldrums of winter, as we uh, joked about, into late January, February. I'm sure volunteers are harder to come by. Tell me about the opportunities and how people can get involved and how important it is. You are so correct. We kind of um, talk about this in our department because we are so busy right now with people calling and messages and emails and folks wanting to reach out. It's the season of giving. And then Christmas is over with and January comes and everybody gets back into the routine of life. And I'm hoping that we can look at that New Year's resolution or that routine of life, maybe with a little bit more of a twist of understanding of the service needs of of the mission that are out there. And I am really hoping and encouraging folks to think about that New Year's resolution, or what does it mean to give and serve as you go into the everyday routine of life? There are folks that are struggling and, and out of that everyday routine of life who are really seeking to become a part of that routine. But those volunteers that can come alongside us during our times of January, February, summer, when we're more thinking about vacations, we don't get a lot of summer here in Western New York. So our volunteers really do drop off and the need is still the same and just as great. And I am excited to invite folks to come on board and see what we're all about and to be a part of what's happening at the mission. I'm sure they can go to your website. They certainly can go to our website at buffalocitymission.org. We actually have an actual volunteer page where folks can have a little bit of introduction of different opportunities for service and different areas of service. But we also have a volunteer um, orientation. So there's an application um, registration for orientation right online, and then folks can come in for orientation. They get a little bit more knowledge and understanding through a tour, best practices, paperwork, and we can put a schedule together. We have it all in place. We're just ready and waiting for folks to come and volunteer. Well, you'll be back uh, later in the year. You might not know that yet, but you will be back. <laughs> and, I'll look forward to all it. All right, and we'll talk more about it. But uh, at the moment, I know a big job needs to uh, continue to be done, and uh, it's great to know that you're there, uh, cheerful as you are, to uh, help the city mission meet the needs of the community. So thank you so much. Totally my pleasure, and it's been an honor to be here today. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. You also. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. 
news. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.